0: Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minutes, a daily podcast which we smash apart the films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast. Hey, and I'm
1: Rob Cabosco, and one of the coolest things that college freshman Rob saw when he was a young, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed freshman on the campus of Arizona State University in 1990... Go Sundivals. Yes, was these custom Coke vending machines. So they had Coke vending machines all over campus. I believe it was Coke because I'm not a Pepsi fan. So it had had to be Coke. I could be wrong. If you're an ASU alum, I'm sure you'll tell us. (laughs) But they had the full plastic insert. That's the cover that, you know, the the front of the machine, that fluorescent lights or the illuminated lights behind it. They were sparky. I mean, it was literally just full on awesome, full color sparky. Who's the mascot of Arizona State. And, you know, and the Coke logo and stuff, and it was wonderful. And every time I'd go around campus, I would just think, well, that's amazing. They got custom Coke vending machines. They do this for every (laughs) school, and it's not like a big deal. And it's just not a big deal. I thought, just as a impressionable Mm -hmm. young freshman, that was cool. Mm -hmm. Vending machines was the big thing that I picked out of this <laughs> one.
0: <moment. laughs> yeah, we, we are definitely past all the action and excitement and uh, even like the emotional struggles too. We're really just into the sort of meaty nuts and bolts of just getting people from place to place. You gotta exhale. Yeah. Like, yeah. like the movie exactly. had
1: to. I mean, okay. So like, this is what all these minutes are right, right now. There's some additional character development, understanding who are the antagonist. Uh, things
0: will be revealed. Yeah, yes. we're 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 firmly we're we're in the right. start of Act Three. So Act Two, everything was terrible. We're the start of Act Three. Act Three, you know, we're we're getting everybody ready for the big final confrontation. We got a couple twists and turns left to to go here, and then a big final confrontation. Uh, but now it's just basically maneuvering pieces here at minute 63 of 2000. 2008's Incredible Hulk movie, directed by the one, the only, Louis Leterrier. Yay. So, uh, we pick up the minute where we left off, which is back in the military hospital. And we finally get to hear the end of the sentence. <laughs> the doctor says, I've never seen anything like this out of a racehorse. Which is a really odd sentence, but... Yeah, what? Oh, okay. I guess he's talking about how great his heart was? He's like, he'll never walk again. Uh, he can't breathe on his own. Uh, I don't. We, we don't think his eyes are working, but... My God, that heart—the heart of a champion.
1: Well, yeah, we're picking up right. Ross, Ross composes himself, mm-hmm. right? So now he's yep. like, "Oh, fine." And we do—I think this is actually a neat reveal yeah, shot
0: because we just saw his reaction first, and now, right. we have it r- directly from behind Ross,
1: it, and it's his back. Yeah. I mean, it's—it's it's a full shot of him, and then the camera just rises, mm-hmm. and then you see what he's That's seeing. Right. So I think that's, that's a neat way to
0: do it. What's the story? How bad is it? Yeah. Well, I, I, it must be pretty bad because as I look around at all the stuff that's around Blonsky, I see they have the machine that goes ping. <laughs> yes. They have the ping so, machine. <laughs> uh, of course. I mean, like only the best for Emil Blonsky. As I was going through trying to figure out what exactly we can tell is wrong with him, besides the fact that he's unconscious in a hospital bed, uh, he has at least he has a broken arm. He has one arm that's set with pins. So he's got like pins going into it. He has broken ribs. He has a halo, which means like his head is being held in place, which probably means his neck is broken. And then he's on a ventilator. So he's not breathing on his own. So like he's got a, you know, basically he's been traked. He's got a hole cut in his neck. And then the thing on his hand, I'm not exactly sure what that is. Is that just to keep his hand? In
1: place, right? So the halo brace that he's got on his head, yeah, that's like the ones like if you've broken your neck and stuff, and it's literally screwed into your skull. You're right, like that's the halo part that is connected, and then it's connected with rods. The one on the hand is just a hand one. Oh, so anybody who's had a tremendous trauma to the bones and the structure of their hand, that's just something to kind of keep the phalanges mm-hmm. and the tar- wow. I, that's stuff I can kind of tar- Mar- vaguely carp- remember.
0: Carpal, metacarpals,
1: metacarpals, and <laughs> tarsals are for the foot, right? Nails. Yeah, and the fingertip. No, so so yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just something. There's obviously been tremendous trauma in his hand. In terms of the stuff that's around him, yes, there is the ventilator, mm-hmm. which you'll see off to the far right, yeah. and then there is a there's the pingy device on the mm-hmm. left. That's just the the vitals. That's oh, okay. just the vitals monitor. That's yeah. it. And then the only other thing that's in the room actually is in the far right corner is just a IV. Ah, oh, okay. That's sure. How do I know all this? Because my wife's a nurse, yeah. and I asked her, and she went, "Oh yeah, that's all that." And then and I said, "Well, how bad do you think he looks?" And she's like, well, "Whatever," and she walked away.
0: But <laughs> and that's the extent that our wives are interested in this podcast.
1: <laughs> that's that's it. Here's the thing, though. Now, this remember we talked about this. We talked about my great eye roll at the end of the last minute. Mm-hmm. I mean, he looks bad, but he's he's not
0: he's not he's not he's not a pancake. No. And and his and his even though it's right, he he basically has a bruise almost from head to foot. He's intact. His face is still I mean, like his nose is like we saw that impact on the tree. And yes, I mean he like he he still has both eyes and his nose and his jaw is in the right place. So you know you can still in terms of uh, cinematic language, you still got the money maker, baby.
1: But once again, my I think my eye roll was
0: substantiated. <laughs> well because ross almost the same thing too so after his initial oh what is that thing take it away take it away uh we see ross like shakes his head and and my my reaction my interpretation of that is oh no not again yeah like you know it's like another another one of my super soldier failed because we we heard illusions early on in the movie that's illusions, not illusions, that he had done things like this before. And so this is just another failure in his uh, burgeoning super soldier program. He did not find another Captain America, sadly. So then he's pretty much like, well... Back to the drawing board. Let me see if I can find another sucker I can uh, inject with some of this blue fluid. Uh, but then we get what I call the monster movie yes!
1: moment. <laughs> he's
0: still alive. <laughs> it was very much like, I mean, scream being a, a more contemporary, but like you know, any of those horror movie things where it's like he's dead, the killer's dead, the killer's dead, then suddenly his hand flexes and his eyes open, and the music goes. Nah! That's in, the, in in movie terms, that's called a stinger. 'Cause they play a loud music really like just to get people to go, ah! so that's half the time when you jump in a movie theater, it's it's wise because they turn the music up really loud and they hit you with a, a note out of nowhere. The stinger. Ah! So did you did you like that? No. It was dumb. It, <laughs> I mean, like I get what they're doing because I mean, like they're still right. playing, they're still playing monster movie tropes. But it was yes. like, oh, absolutely, it was lazy. I mean, there's a couple ways you could have done, I think, too. But you know, I, I could, I could armchair, co- you know, director this thing. But right. I, probably, no, I think no, no, it probably would have been more effective if he had grabbed Ross on his way out, like instead of instead <laughs> That's of just like what's missing, cut yes. to the hand flexing. Like Ross goes, uh, <sighs> and he turns and all of a sudden whoosh, and like you like. You know, in the same shot, he grabs his arm, and then you see the one eye open and look around wildly, and then you know, oh, okay.
1: Well, no, that's per- like, that's a
0: perfect point. Yes, because we never saw right. Ross see this. Like Ross, as far as we know, Ross is like down the hall already, like spar. Find me another so wait, sucker. Isn't this? And we and we've touched on this in the
1: last minute. Mm-hmm. You know, again, my assumption is is that his body's healing faster than a normal human would because. He had the serum, right? Wouldn't that have been the perfect moment? Like, this seems like a lost moment. Right. Like, the doctor should have been like, oh, my God, and ran out of the room. Like, yeah, Do the, the doctor's like, his heart's good. But, like, he hasn't
0: noticed anything else. Right. But I guess maybe he doesn't know the, the full extent of what happened, that the hunt punted this guy across a football field size. Plus, you know what the only thing I could think of when I saw this scene with the close-up of his face?
1: Just the whole way his face looks. The whole apparatus, mm-hmm. the yeah. halo, and everything else—I didn't even have to get the sound clip for this because mm-hmm. I will just do it. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> it's it's Anakin when he's getting the helmet placed on his head. Yeah, you I know, mean, it's a different angle, but I mean, that's totally—that's the vibe I got for this, which is not, which is not. No, bad, no. Right? I, I, was, <laughs> I was
0: thinking the um, I was thinking the Tim Burton Batman movie with Joker after he gets his surgery. Mirror. Oh, right. Mirror. Yeah. Right,
1: right, right. No, so I mean, like, look, I, I, again, because we've talked about the monster, the the monster theme in this. I get what they're looking for. I don't think this works as well as it could have.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah it's a little cheesy. But meanwhile, speaking of cheesecake, uh, we Jeez. cut back to the, the cave, the cave, <laughs> uh, and Betty wakes up to an unfamiliar figure. I mean, we've all been there. You wake up, you look over, and that's not who I. Oh no, you don't, you didn't look like that when. It happens. I know I had a so, lot to drink I'll, at that <laughs> party, but I mean, this isn't... This is totally not who I came and home. Here, with. Here we are. And uh, The thing I found interesting in, in the commentary where they talk about this is if you watch the scene again, you will see that another Marvel forward-backward callback is, is happening right here because Edward Norton never moves in this scene, and his arm is covering his face. Oh, no. Why? No. Because this was a reshoot, and his hair was a different color and length. That's right folks back from like like the controversy of like minute like 7 8 and 9 or somewhere in there we finally have an answer yes he, well, they were officially they did reshoots and his hair was different and so they had to do things to cover it up and this is one of the things they did is his arm is in front of his head the whole time so you can't see the difference in his head so a long time marvel movie minute mystery this is where it happens. <laughs> yes this is where it happens. Okay. I, right here in minute 63. So those of you who stuck with us for the last 60 episodes, you're finally like, when are they going to get back to the hair thing? We, we got back it to the hair solved. thing. Boom.
1: We did it. I'm putting up a banner. I really thought that you were going to say, that's not even Ed Norton.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like... Yeah, right? It's like, like, is she going to land there shirtless. Well, can I get my stunt double to do it? Cause get the extra gonna, guy. Hey, dude, come club here. Club take your shirt off. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. That's yeah, no, close. I,
0: what it made me think of is... It's kind of like in the post-credit scene of Avengers that uh, Chris Evans had to keep his hand in front of his face because at the time oh, they right. shot that he had grown a beard. full beard. Yep, shwarma. Kishwarma gets caught in your beard. That's right, the shwarma scene. That's right. So yeah, once again, it's like I'm stealing material from whoever is doing this so, in, in 2025. Now wait a minute.
1: So this, okay, so so we see Betty, there, he's still in his rag. Yep. She,
0: and she takes her, her no longer white right. coat and put it on him. <laughs> nice. So, all yeah. right.
1: Now, okay, yeah. so wait, we transition to the shot of her coming out of a motel.
0: Right, and Betty has learned to teleport. No, yeah, wait, wait. It's like we, we, we cut to.
1: They felt they needed that shot in reshoots to set... I mean, what?
0: Yeah, I guess because I guess they thought, okay, Betty was sitting with the Hulk and then suddenly she's walking out of a motel. What's going on? I'm lost. How did they where did she how did they Yeah, apparently. Oh, wow. The, or like in the initial thing they never like went, "Hey, maybe we should have a shot of the two of them together before they're on the run as fugitives for the back half of the movie."
1: That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Right. Yeah, wow.
0: Well. So uh, Betty checks him into a motel, and we know it's a motel because there's a giant motel <laughs> Just sign behind there. <laughs> Not a hotel, a motel, oh, yeah. hotel, motel, Holiday Inn. So as she's walking by, uh, she uh, walks past some excessive product placement. Rob, have you ever wanted to take home some real
1: refreshment? Uh, you know I have, and when I do, I think of refreshing and sparkling Coca-Cola. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are not which by the Coca-Cola? way no no paid endorsement for that right god but uh, but I would take that coca-cola money so oh, fast yeah, right. for all the money I've given them over the years I would take their endorsement money so fast I would sell out in a second for a 12 12 pack right now of coca-cola of, of delicious coca-cola you know coke is it <sighs> it's the real thing. <laughs> Okay, so wait. So, but so, it's a little excessive. No, though, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, okay, you got your Coke machine. Do we need two well, Coke the, machines, okay, Coca-Cola? so that's the issue. Were you rolling out a new design and you wanted to just show both of Th- them? That? That's
1: my issue. Like, Okay, so the full lineup here is there are yeah. four – well, there's four vending machines and one of those old school like ice bo- – I mean, it's not an ice vending yeah. machine, but it's those –
0: If you knew, if you saw this. There's also a handy sign that says ice ICE with an arrow. So the
1: four vending machines we've got is on the left, going from left to right. We've got an old school Coke machine, like circa 1988.
0: Yep. Yep. They probably, that probably once held new Coke. Yes.
1: Yes, it did. Because it's got the small panel. It's not fully illuminated Mm -hmm. front. It's got the big push buttons um, on the right and like the primary ones and everything. You got a traditional ice machine, hotel, weird, like commercial ice machine next to it. You got a weird yep. vending machine next to that with foods mm-hmm. and stuff with weird, like, jelly bean wall-y wallpaper. And I, yeah. and I was just... Yeah. <laughs>
0: just to make it more festive. It, that was awkward. And then next to that, a modern, at the time, yeah.
1: Coke vending
0: machine. Right.
1: With the full-size so, like, illuminated front.
0: I'm sure that this was this was not an accident, folks. No, like, this of is, course not. <laughs> this, is product, this is definitely product placement. But they probably had the old one there, like, hey, we got this here. Like, no, no, we want to show off our new machine. We don't want to remove the old one, though. Two two machines? You want two machines? Can you You imagine like the 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 set people, right? They're like, so what do we got? You got to get two Coke vending machines.
1: What? (laughs) Wait, what do you mean? Like, is this like a two? No, no, it's the same shot. Two Coke vending machines. Oh okay,
0: uh, <laughs> uh, all right. I, I guess so.
1: Marty, we're gonna stay up, We're gonna be here late tonight. Oh, and then can you imagine the guy who comes back? Wait, this is the best part. They show up. They get them. They're like, they're the, "You can't be the same. Yeah, you got to get one new <laughs> yeah, vending you got, machine. Got to be two different ones. One old vending machine, and that's you got an LV four
0: forty five, and then you need a, you need an LV five twenty eight. Oh, I mean, oh, come on.
1: Kyle, did you not know that I did my research on vending machines? (laughs) Oh, do tell. (laughs) Do you know the first Coca-Cola vending machine was invented in 1929 by the Glasscock Brothers Manufacturing Company of Muncie, Indiana? Oh, shout out to the Hoosiers! It was a 151-pound ice box that held 76 six-ounce bottles, sold for a five cents per bottle charge
0: payable to the clerk.
1: So this is a this is manual. When they still had
0: cocaine in
1: well, it. Well, yeah. So so you got bottles. Mm-hmm. You didn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't really a vending machine. It was basically a cooler oh. that you walked into the store. You paid the money. You took the bottle.
0: Coke in bottles. So delicious. It's a, <laughs> it's so much better. So much.
1: So, post-World War II, this is when the vending machines first started to be coin-operated. This was called, the first of these was called the Vendo 83 Coke machine.
0: The Vendo 83. <laughs> I love it. So,
1: you put in a nickel, you open the door, you retrieve a Coke. And it doesn't, it, they, they initially <gasps> did. Nickel. They didn't have change, but then eventually later on they did have ones that could could dispense a nickel change for a dime. So you put a diamond.
0: Now, I hope I, I. hope that the listeners are getting half as much enjoyment as I'm getting out of this. I love all of this. Oh, please, <laughs> please tell me more. And finally,
1: in the 1960s, it was discovered that cans easily cooled and that it wouldn't break when dispensed. <sighs> so manufacturers so came up with the first coke vending machines that dispensed canned coke and this started the popularity of coke vending machines giving to the rise of other soda and beverage vending machines have, this, this
0: seems like something we should have covered at the top of the show but have you ever had a can explode on you out of a oh, vending machine?
1: totally yes absolutely so <laughs> <lie>. <laughs>
0: they're, they're little they're they're tiny little bombs they're pressurized th- canisters like this is how they killed the shark in jaws yeah. i mean come on now just so you all know uh, just a little kudos and shout out to spoiler for Jaws, by the way, forty four year old movie. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're coming at me with these, and I'm just like, I'm not even like, prepared.
0: I'm sorry, I'm, I'm derailing you from your from your 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 um, your TED talk on vending, on vending machines.
1: machines. Which I just want to say at the end, just a kudos and thank you to VendingWorld.com,
0: whose, thank you, vending whose world.
1: blog was instrumental in the research for our. You're doing the Lord's work, vending talk world. Talk about vending machines
0: yeah yes <laughs> I, I, I even I, i'm even old enough that i once got a bottle of coke out of a vending machine oh i think i have two actually yeah yeah oh yeah i think back in the day they used to have that one because I, 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 I sort of i mean i was very very young but i remember sort of the transition when they stopped putting bottles into machines
1: oh yeah no no absolutely
0: yeah yeah and so so we as we go we, we have coke machine um Vending machine, ice machine, coke machine, random homeless dude. <laughs> oh, wait. Yes, wait. <laughs> that's not a random homeless dude. That's our hero. That's one of the premier scientists of the of the world. That's Dr. Bruce Banner. Oh, you see uh, Betty uh, goes over to him and wakes him out of his nightmare. <sighs> and then that's pretty much where Okay, we're going let's
1: take a couple notes here. He looks just like he does yeah. in the Mexican border town that we found him in.
0: Absolutely, yeah. He looks the... totally destroyed. Rock bottom again. Rock bottom
1: I actually think there were other places she could have left him before she went into the motel <laughs> office. Yeah, probably. That seemed odd, yeah. like an odd choice to just leave him there. <laughs> and then, yes, yeah, she comes out, and she goes to stoop down to him, and that's where our minute ends.
0: You know, I, 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 she comes out the corner, and I see poor Bruce laying there all by himself. I mean, he's such a lonely man. <sighs> poor Bruce. Here we are again.
1: You know, I thought I was over being so emotionally spent mm. about this character. Because yeah. I love this character. Yeah. And I love the portrayal of this character. Right. I, this, this has to end well. I, I can't. <laughs> I don't want any more of this.
0: Well, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, a hot shower and uh, maybe a, a fashion update will help him.
1: Okay. Oh, that's it. And also, too, I hope it's a great motel room. Ooh, yeah.
0: I mean, uh, it's something that, uh, that this happy couple deserves. Spoiler for the next minute. <coughs> we'll find out exactly what kind of hotel room they get in minute 64. So we hope you'll uh, join us back for that one. In the meantime, if you want to talk to us more about what's going on over on Facebook, you can do so. You can find us over at, say it with me, folks, the Marvel Movie Minute and Next Real Film Podcast Executive Lounge.
1: Very well done.
0: Yeah. You can find it over at facebook.com slash groups slash The Next Real. Uh, thank you all for listening. We'll see you back here for Minute 64. Hope you had a smashing good time. Until next time, true believers. Bye.